everyone and welcome back to YA at Heart. I just want to start off this episode by saying, fuck you, Tim. <laughs> Yo, we got, we got to the High Lord meeting, we got to the High Lord meeting and I just, it was, it was a, it was a bitter bitch. It was a very bitter bitch. <laughs> it was bitterness for me. It was the goddamn audacity for me. No, it was the, it was the, you don't speak of my high lady. For me. When Azriel did that, yes, I was like, yes. oh, my guy. Yes. <laughs> literally, literally, the ass beatings should have been a minimum. At a minimum, three. At least. At a minimum, at least. three. Because, to be honest, the more he talked, the more I was like, okay, so is somebody going to go whip this man's ass or what? Because, right. Or somebody going to tell him to yes. shut up? Y'all just going to keep because letting him degrade was- this woman? Oh it was God. too much and to the point where Alex out there. I was like, all right. So every time I turned the page, I expected. So Reese punched him or Hasriel whipped his ass. Right. Or right. Cassie and them did this. I was like, sat there and I was like, this man just keeps talking shit. Bruh. Yes. So without further ado, let's jump right into this. Starting with chapter 39. In the beginning of chapter 39, they're still camping on the outskirts of the summer court, Adriata. When Reese and Feyre are in the tent, Feyre tells Reese that they should move the High Lord meeting up and that they should tell the other High Lords about Valaris and that they should be themselves. In my mind, I'm like, because that went so well the first time. Exactly. I feel like they, (laughs) I really feel like they don't ever have an actual plan. I feel like they They always just go off like, like they're like, they just are like, all right, we're just gonna, we're gonna wing it. We're, we're gonna try the plan that we had last time with some, you know, tweaks. And with, stuff, some and we're wing it. with some modifications. With some modifications. And everything should be fine. And I'm, I'm like, like, guys, guys, no. You, I'm like, no. You know what happened last time, right? <laughs> we need better planning, please. When they get back to Valaris, Nesta immediately is like, what happened? Where is he? And I was like, I was like, oh, are you concerned, Nesta? I was like, are you concerned? I think Nesta is concerned about Cassie. And Reese is like, where is who? No, wait, hold on. Because I feel like the way Reese said it, the way I read it, he knew who she was asking for, but he was like teasing the fuck out of her. So he was like, Cassian, because they're like forcing her to actually say his name. And that was the first time that Feyre said she actually heard her say his name. Yeah, because usually he she refers to him as like he... Or him, or that bat, or whatever the fuck. Like, what made me sit and like be like, hold up, was Moore's reaction to <gasps> girl. Yes, My the jealousy. Was, right? Is it jealousy? Because I like sat there. I was like, because when she when they get her to admit that it's Cassie and that she's looking for more, very like clipped and flat is like when he gets back. Like, keep your forked tongue behind your teeth. Like, threatening her. I was yeah, like, she was like, don't, don't don't pop off with no bullshit when he gets back, all right? And I was like, first of all, who are you? <laughs> I, liked, I was like, wait, hold up. I was like, let, let's step back. Who because if it's not my understanding, for the last 500 years, you and Ariel, or Azriel have been going tit for tat with each other. And now all and of Cassian a sudden- And Cassian has been- In the middle, Right, he's been in the middle. He's been the buffer. Now that that somebody is very concerned for Cass, now that somebody seems to have, or Cass seems to have an interest in somebody, like a legitimate interest, a genuine interest, now all of a sudden, you're very much like, 
giving attitude and saying sh- and threatening and saying don't you know don't be saying shit don't be popping off on him blah 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 whatever I'm like, I'm like he a grown ass man right he can make his own decisions number one number two Next. it's like okay are you one of those people where it's like if the attention isn't on you then you get upset because if that's, that's the case then ill ill that's exactly Pathetic. what i felt like that's a that's exactly what I thought as I read it. And it, it further, there was a couple other things that happened later on in other, in like other chapters from here on that made me think the exact same thing. In all honesty, like, Azriel has been giving you attention for the past 500 years. Yeah. And you haven't done a damn thing in that aspect. Neither of and them Cass, have. Right. And Cass has been the buffer for both for the past 500 years out of guilt for what he did initially. And like, here you are, he might potentially actually be happy with somebody, maybe, or whatever. And like, all of a sudden, you got a fucking issue? Right. So what I'm hoping is that later down the line, like in this book, or maybe in the next book, she'll explain like what exactly that whole issue was. And hopefully it's not what we think it is, because if it is, then you're trash, girl. But then here's the thing, though. So the way Moore approached it was very threatening. Like, don't pop off, blah, 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 right? Mm-hmm. But the way Amran approached it, who you would think would be clipped and flat and, and seem threatening, was Cass. He, she, like, she goes to Nesta and she's like, Cassian has been to war many times. She was like, he is coming back. I was like, okay, that's the explanation that needed to be had. Not the, don't you dare fucking pop off when he get back. Um, but then at the end of the chapter, Farah asks Reese to take her to the prison, like right at that moment. And I was like, okay, did she realize something? Like, is she going to try to get the bone carver's help at the meeting as an ally? Like, is she going to try to bring him with them? And of course, we get into chapter 40 and find out that is far from the case. The carver is still demanding the mirror and she can't get it. And she's like, I'm not playing these games with you anymore. Yeah, I, I give it to Farah. She was trying to get out of it very hard. And yeah. he was like, no, no, that's what I want. That That's the bargaining. That's it. And she realized, like, well, I, I, there's no way I'm going to get it. And there's no way I'm looking at it to get it to you. Exactly. So, I'm not risking my own sanity for that. You stay here, whatever. We'll figure something exactly. else out. Exactly. You stay in your damn cell where you want to be at. And we'll just, we'll fight this war without you. Bye. Oh, but the thing I really wanted to point out was that Reese found out that Feyre, the bone carver, appeared to Feyre as their son. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh! He was like, not just any boy. Yeah, not just any boy, I guess. And then on page 385, when they were still talking to the bone carver before they left, the bone carver says, what would you give me? Riches do me no good down here. Power holds no sway over the stone. What about your firstborn? And I was like, hold I'm up. I'm not giving up my child. I'm but I was like, I knew, I knew for sure she's not going to give up her child. But I'm like, hold up. Is this bitch already pregnant? Yo! <laughs> right. Are you serious? Right. I was like, no, wait a damn minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, her and Reese have been going at it as like rabbits so i wouldn't be surprised so i wouldn't be right exactly i wouldn't be surprised that like she's already pregnant and we're just getting the hints of it but mm-hmm. not the actual like oh i'm pregnant you know what i mean like yeah yeah, yeah. so i was like okay you're not just gonna slide past that this is the no, second time we mentioned children third time we mentioned children like hold up you mentioning kids for a reason you're right you're mentioning kids, mentioning kids a, a little bit too much for me now so yep, yep. <laughs> 
when they finally get back to the townhouse, when they walk in, Nesta peeks her head up and she's like, oh. She thought she's looking for Cassian. I was like, you got it, you got it, bad. No, she really is. She really does. She's waiting for Cassian. Every time the door opens, she's like, huh? She's like, babe, babe, is that you? Like, every Bruh. time. Every yeah. time. I was like, when they finally reunite, when he comes back, I don't want no shit out of her. I don't want no tip for tat or nothing. Just hug him because I know None. he's just a girl. Right. So, Aramon also tells us in this chapter that they're close to grasping whatever skill Nesta has um, and needs to repair the wall. She needs Nesta to unleash herself because right now, like, she won't harness the full amount of her power, I guess, whatever that power may be. And I was like, um, I'm not so sure that that's a good idea either. <laughs> we don't even know what this bitch can do. Like, maybe, that's the maybe thing. not. Like, now... Like, we know what Elaine can, well, at least we know somewhat of what Elaine can do, right? Like, seeing right. into the future and, and prophesizing and things like that. But Nesta, we still don't fucking know. We still don't know. It has to be something, oh my god, it has to be something great. Like, it has to be something so old, so great. Like, this bitch could probably rule the world or something type of type of stuff. Probably. Because it's just... They, they're hinting at so much. They're hinting at her being very, very powerful. And the fact that, like, the cauldron was diminished in power after giving her some of its power says a lot. I'm, like, sitting there, I'm, like, all right, so what the fuck does this bitch can, like, what can she do? You know what I mean? Like, it, I'm excited to see what that is at whatever point in time. You know what I mean? Like, I'm excited to see Nesta lose control and, like, shit just hit the fan. Like, oh, God. Stuff start happening. I'm just hoping that she doesn't accidentally kill, like, one of the their own. Oh, no. I'm hoping <laughs> she that she unleashes it. her power and somebody is in the way. And it's like, whoops. I'm really hoping that, like, Tamlin's within the vicinity of yes! that shit. <laughs> oh, but. Oh, when we get to that point, her interaction with him. Priceless. Priceless. The best. The so, best. Yes. Um, then we head into chapter 41. So this one, um, I think this one, they're two days before the 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 uh the high lords meeting yeah figured out where they're gonna have it it's gonna be at the dawn port neutral ground yeah everybody has responded that they're coming except for tampon so then ultimately at this point everybody's getting dressed because now we've like kind of fast forward to getting ready and getting to the dawn court and um basically like favorite's just saying everybody looks dressed to the nines she says her and reese if reese is the knight then she is the what is it? The shooting star or something? And that yes, I I marked that page. <laughs> so then, oh, is this where it? No, you talking about oh, Nesta? Me, yeah, yeah. This is where Nesta compliments Feyre. She actually compliments Feyre. She Back. actually she's says like, something look, nice out of her fucking mouth. She was like, she's like, you look beautiful, and I was just like, oh, huh? oh, also, also, Cassian is back. So yes. Nesta, Nesta and Cassian haven't had a moment to actually like interact. So from what it says, Cassian is kind of making it a point not to look at Nesta so much. And Nesta is like looking, looking at him like, what the fuck? She reveals at the end of the chapter that um, she's going to go with them to the High Lords meeting. And then that goes into chapter 42. 
So when she says that, everybody's kind of like, oh, like <laughs> everybody's stunned silent. Everybody's like, oh. They were like, you made such a big deal about not going. Now you want to go? Facts. <laughs> so then what Reese does is he basically says, well, Feyre was our emissary for, you know, before she became high lady. So now the job is open. And he looks at Nessa and he's like, how about you become our emissary for the human uh, courts and stuff for the human land? And Nessa's kind of like, okay. okay. And so Reese gave her a job, a really important job, if you think about it. And I just sat there, I was like, oh, Nesta. Oh, Nesta. I know. I legit beamed because he's like, welcome to the court. And I was like, oh. I was like, Everybody has yeah. a place and a purpose. I'm overflowing with fucking joy right now. And then I broke down, I literally hope nothing is going to come back to destroy this joy. Because every time you get something really, really awesome, you also get something that's really, really emotionally damaging right afterwards. I know. And then... Everybody makes bets. Everybody assumes a fight's going to break out at the High Lord meeting. This is probably the best little, like, exchange between the inner circle right now. Like, because everything's tense. So this is, like, a really nice comic relief, almost, of everybody, mm -hmm. even as, placing bets on at what point in time. <laughs> as you should have placed a bet on himself. Facts. <laughs> but we're going to get there. We're going to get there. So, like, it was just funny to see. Um, I don't know about you. I don't know say about it, you. Say it, say it, say it, say it. But I'm pretty sure that the mating bond snapped into place for Nesta yes! in this one section. Yes! I really literally, literally, I think that's why he wouldn't look at Nesta in chapter 41, because I think it snapped into place for both of them, and that's why she couldn't look away. Because in chapter 42, Moore is supposed to be winnowing Cassian and Nesta to the Dawn Court. She goes to reach for Cassian's hand, and he actually turns away from her, and his attention is only on Nesta! I was like, oh, damn, she's big her, huh? He done swerved out of the way. <laughs> Baby girl was like, excuse me? Like, literally would not take his eyes off of Nesta as they were mm -hmm. talking. And they were having, like, an intimate, con uh, intimate conversation. Like, no, legit. So, like, this was the funniest thing, though, because everybody went to Winnow, as had already left, to, like, check out everything first, right? Before Reese went. Then Reese and Feyre were gonna Winnow... And ultimately, they stopped because they they saw Cassian like swerve out out of Moore's reach and look at Nesta. And he's like, "Hello, Nesta." And like, then they start having the interaction, and she starts saying something. She's like, "You didn't come to," and then she just stops, just yes. stops talking. And then what ends up happening is they both just end up staring at each other. For a hard, long, as if they were the only two there. More standing there. Yes. She's like, they don't. More's like, they don't, they don't see me. Right. <laughs> you, you, you don't see me. Literally, he's staring at Nesta as he reaches out for Moore's hand to win away. Like, he doesn't even look at Moore. And I was like, oh, just, yes. I was like, I was like, Moore, are you hurt? Are you hurting? Because that hurt. I think baby that girl's hurt. hurt. I think she's more than hurt at this point. Oh yeah. When they finally get to the Dawn Court, it is described as really, really beautiful, like a countryside almost. Yes, How I pictured yeah. it was almost like the countryside of Sweden, maybe. Oh, yeah, I guess you could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I was and don't 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 like... get on me, y'all, because the bitch has never been to Sweden. I've only seen the pictures. <laughs> okay. Okay. I can see that. More yeah. Maybe like Iceland or something. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. Or Iceland. 
So they meet the High Lord of the Dawn Court. His name is, I pronounce it Thes- uh, Thesian. Really? How you say it? We always How did you say it? it? We always pronounce it a different way. I thought I thought it was Thessian. Thessian. Bitch, I don't know. <laughs> we not even gonna go over this right now. The pronunciation will take ten minutes alone. Mr. T. <laughs> Mr. T. Not Mr. T, bitch. No. <laughs> he is. I mean, I could. I really like Thesian. I think it's Thesian. So I'm gonna stick with it. Okay. Um, so essentially. They meet him. He's he's a very um how do you say it courteous host essentially yeah. like yeah he's very nice. He doesn't seem to have a problem with Reese or with the rest of the um night court. And he welcomes them in. He sees Feyre. He welcomes her as well. Uh, Feyre immediately notes he is gorgeous. Right. And Reese was like, "Hey, now watch your mouth." <laughs> it seemed like everybody's like almost significant other was there they were all very like protective um mm-hmm. well that's when they they get into the room in the next chapter um i just wanted to make note at the end of chapter 42 the most important thing that i thought was right mm-hmm. before they walked into the room with everybody else reese was like you bow to no one like Facts. you yield Facts. to no one and i was like oh shit this already sets the tone for how it's about to go i was like yes I was like, bitch, we bow to nobody. All right, cool. Oh, so it turns out, is it Theseian? They have wings. These specific high phase have wings. And they're they're feathered wings. That's what he said. Yeah. Almost like a Drake Drake Dracon's army. Yes. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, and they say that. They said that they're like distant relatives or they're like cousins or something. Um, so the wings are very similar. So I thought that was yeah. really interesting because we haven't come across any other high fae who have wings. Usually, like, so far, it, it has only been the Illyrians. We also meet the other Lord Helion. I think is his name. Did you say Helion or Helion? Helion. Helion, okay. And he's the High Lord of the Day Court. And then Callius Cali- Cal- or Callias? I had the hardest time pronouncing his name. <laughs> I'm going to call him Cal. I'm going to call him Cal. Facts, because at some point, I was like, I'm not even going to try. I'm not even going to try. Yeah. Um, and then Cal, who is the High Lord of the Winter Court, and that's who Reese was saying that they had strained relations with. And this man is married to Vivian, I believe. Right? Yeah. And more and Vivian are fucking best friends. These bitches done squealed as if they was in high school. They saw each other and ran at each other. Right. They were like, this is a professional meeting, you know. <laughs> she was like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I I stand for Vivian. I am a Vivian fan. Me too. Me too. Also, Nesta, favorite and Nesta, when they walk in, they were asking Nesta, I think, about herself. And she was like, I was made by the cauldron. Oh, yeah. Hybrid yeah. turned me into a high fae. And Feyre says, Tamlin sold out my family and he sold out the rest of Perithian. And yeah. then everybody else arrives. Oh, before everybody else arrives, though, Helion, Cal, and Theseon, they they realize what Feyre is. And they immediately look at Reese and they're like, does Tamlin know? Does he know that she's High Lady of the Night Court? And then, basically, Reese is like, well, if he comes today, he gonna find out. So, really? <laughs> I was like... Reese does not give a shit what Tamlin no. thinks, bro. So, after that, um, everybody arrives and takes their seats. 
When they all go to sit down, right? Vivian looks over at Cal and she's like, "Why can't I be high lady?" I was like, oh. "I was like, Farrah done started a trend." I was like, "She done started a trend." Because Vivian was upset, and after what you heard, what Vivian did for the Winter Court while uh, Cal was under the mountain, what she went through, she should be high lady, Cal. I was like, "Give this bitch the high lady props." I was like, "Cause she did the job of a high lord." As just a friend. They weren't even married. They weren't even in they a They weren't even mated. Oh my God. As just a friend. You say he's just a friend. <laughs> I was like, bitch. Bruh. Right. That mating bond did not snap into place until he got back 50 years later, boo. Give her that high lady title. Thanks. Stop playing around with her. Yeah. So yeah, they go to start the meeting. Everybody takes their seats. And then Tamlin walks in. Tamlin's the last one. Granted, everybody sh- showed up with Entourage. Tamlin shows up by himself. By himself. <laughs> he don't have nobody. <laughs> he got nobody. <laughs> not one person from his court. Not the centuries. No, nobody is showing up for him. This man showed up by himself. And Favor makes a note of saying, like, he looks like he's going through some shit. Good. He sits there and then he's like, all right, well, let's start this High Lord meeting. And that's when Reese is like, well, I don't know where you're aligned, you know, where where you lie. So, like, do I really want to start this? Right. And then Tamlin starts showing his ass, bro. This whole chapter 44, I will say this before we get into or further into the other chapters. I feel like this High Lord meeting went on forever. It was a lot of juiciness and a lot of drama, but I was like, bro. This is being dragged out. Like, I need somebody to either start fighting or leave. So, like, honestly, I thought when we got to High Lord meeting, I thought it was going to be just one chapter. The fact that it dragged on from this chapter to the next chapter, I think. I yeah. was like, okay, well, I was like, if if we just going to all sit here and let Tamlin talk shit, I would prefer to get, to end the High Lord meeting. Exactly. Because like, that's all this chapter was, was Tamlin talking shit about... Reese and about Feyre trying to goad Reese into, um, I guess, hurting her or whatever, and then trying to discredit Feyre. Everybody's like, okay, well, you know, we weren't expecting him and things like that. And like, okay, let's start this, this meeting. But before then, Tamlin needs to get like his jabs in. He's all like, well, he's like, don't stop on my account. And that's when Reese is like, I'm not in the business of discussing our plans with enemies. To which Tamlin says, and this is what caused the whole fucking shit. To which Tamlin says, no, you're just in the business of fucking them. And I was just like, oh oh my God. And here we go with the bullshit. Oh my God. And meanwhile, Helian's sitting there looking like a Cheshire cat. He's like, oh, we about to have a fight? Okay. He's like, ooh, ooh, I'm about to win this shmoney. (laughs) He's like, I done. Yeah, Tamlin's just going off, going on, popping off, popping off. And Reese, I was surprised that he let it go on for so long. And at the end of the chapter, he literally took Tamlin's voice away. He was like, yeah, that's enough. You're done now. Wait, so this was the best thing because we all knew and people have been saying this for like the past three books. Reese is the most powerful high lord that they've ever had in Perinthian history. They kept saying this. And every time I was like, okay, but can we prove this? Because it seems to me they're always they're always needing help. There's always something. Reese it always it, it's is not looking like he's the most powerful high lord in all of Perinthian. Right. right. So then 
Reese decides, you know what, Tamlin, I'm fucking done hearing your voice. You obviously love to hear yourself talk. We're done. To which everybody and their mom looked over and they're like, oh, shit. It's like a gentle reminder that we are not to be fucked with. Facts! I was just like, oh, okay. I was like, so we getting a little preview of what he could really do. What he could really do. I was like, okay. Girl, yes. And that goes right into chapter 45. And he's like, listen. I could have controlled all of y'all like puppets and made you do my bidding and got you to help me, but I'm here trying to be diplomatic as fuck. But what you're not going to do is keep talking on my name and keep talking on my high lady's name. We're not having it. It was as as was like, keep my high lady's name ah! out your fucking mouth. Oh my, oh my God. Yeah, so she does, or he does that. And then... Tarquin also, this is really big because Tarquin resends the blood rubies or resends. So he's like, okay, blood rubies are no longer in effect. I accept your truce, all this shit. And Cassian was like, don't expect Amarins to give hers back because she's quite attached to it. Facts. And what happens? They slightly put in there, they like slide right in there. Varian smiles. That man has it bad. He He's does. Got it bad he also finds Aaron. out that Varian is the one who sent the message to. No, um, no, no, no. So, so this is how that ended up going down. So basically, um, I forget, I can't exactly remember how the argument started, but um, Tar- uh, Tamlin is accusing Reese and all and the whole Night Court to be aligned with Hybrin, I believe, and. What ends up happening is Tamlin and Midi is like, well, how come you guys were the only ones who showed up for the summer court when the rest of us didn't know that Hyrim was, was going to attack the summer court? So when he says that is when Varian says, I was the one right. who sent word to the night court. So then Tamlin, this, and this just made me sit and be like, all right, you talking out your ass at this point. Because then Tamlin had the audacity to come in and be like, well, maybe you're a part of Hybrid too. So it was a whole, it was a whole fucking thing. And then Eris is talking about something. I can't remember exactly what Eris was talking about. And he's like, yeah, and da da da, Morgan, you dress like a slut. And literally, it was it, you. It wasn't even a flash. It wasn't even the zoom, right? It wasn't even like you could see the colors of Azrael passing by. One minute he was on one side of the room, the other minute he was choking the fuck out of Eris. And Baron was trying to like shoot his flames at him, but of course Azrael had the barrier up and he's like, I'm gonna kill you right here, right now. So that was it, basically. Oh, and Baron is like, call your dog off, call him off. And Reese is like, Az, stop. No. Farrah, hmm. you wanna handle this? <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> and Farrah just, but to be honest, I think they played it very smart. They did. It was to show that she was established. Yeah. Exactly. It was very much a, a display of she's high lady. She deserves your respect. Mm-hmm. And I was just kind of like, this is actually a really, really smart move. Yeah. So <laughs> Farrah was like, she went over there and she was like, it's okay. It's all right. And he looked up at her with wild eyes while he was still choking him. He's like, choking this sure? man. I'll kill him. I'll kill him right here. I'll kill him right. with one hand behind my back. <laughs> like, I know we all want him dead. Let me just do it. Right. And so Azrael finally takes her hand and she leads him across the room. And she's like, let that be known for the record that we've handed your asses to you twice now, Baron. So just stop Yo. fucking trying us. Yes. So apparently the Night Court weren't the only ones who 
betted that a fight was going to break out. Exactly. And what is this? Like, not even 10 minutes into the meeting? They done, the, the fucking night court betted, oh, it's going to take 15, 30 minutes. And it was fucking Az who was the one that started the first fight. I don't right. Know. I just want to know where to collect my coins, sir. <laughs> where do I where do I cash out? Right, that's what that was Helian. He's like, so um, am I am I getting coins from everybody? So after they settle down, Tampon says he has documents from Hybrid noting all of their movements and every like um aspect of their plans. And I'm like, I don't know if I believe this because Tamlin is like, oh, I would never work with Hybrid. I was just doing it to get Feyre back, but I was going to find a way to turn on them. And like, I would never stand for tyranny and shit like that. But I just like, it's, I don't believe him. I don't believe shit that he says, bro. I know he's working as a double agent and I just like, I'm hoping that they catch onto it sooner rather than later. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. There's also a, what do we find out? Oh, we find out about Nuan. I think her name is. I think that's she's how you say a, her name too. Okay. Yeah. She's an alchemist yeah. from the Dawn Court. And yeah, and she's also Lucian's friend. Yes, she's the one that made his metal eye. Because she has an arm. She has a, it's yeah, she similar. has a golden uh, hand. Yeah. yeah. So she's the one that made his metal eye. And I was like, coincidence? I think not. She was able to create a antidote for the Feybane. And they were like, how did you get samples of the Feybane? She was like, so Lucian uh, secretly met up with me. I was like, oh, he can't be trusted. I like sat there. You know when you're guilty of something and you uh, gotta like uh, come clean or uh, whatever? That's uh. exactly what happened here. But like at the same time, I like sat there. I was like, okay. He went about it very sneakily, but it was for the greater good in a sense. It was for the greater good. But also I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> So Baron, of course, refuses to take it. And then Baron also refuses to say if he's going to ally with them or not. And he continues to make fun of Reese's situation under the mountain being a victim of sexual assault. And Pharaoh was like, nope. She was trying so hard to withhold her power. And she was like, fuck it. (laughs) Somebody had to explode. Somebody had to explode. And I'm really happy that it was Pharaoh. She exploded. Her powers came out. Granted, before this, they had decided, her and Reese had decided that she wasn't going to demonstrate all of her powers. That she was only going to demonstrate the powers that Reese had given her. So, yeah, I'm glad that she did that, too. She nearly barbecued the shit out of him. He barely had time to deflect it. She almost drowned the fuck out of him, though. It continues in Chapter 46 because they're fighting. And she's trying to flame barbecue his ass. He's trying to flame her. And then uses fire and waters, like, drowning him and, like, burning him. And she cocoons him in it. She was like, you either are going to suffocate or you're going to burn. Or you're going to burn. But either way, you are going to die today. And Reese is about to be the king. The part about this is, like, it was so crazy because Reese was like, Feyre, Feyre, Feyre. He literally had to put his hands on either side of her face and turn himself or turn her towards him and be like, listen, it's okay. It's okay. And she's like, I'm going to kill him. I'm going to kill him. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> no, she legit, she was like, she, no. And then he was, when he says, if you kill Baron, then Eris is just going to take his place. She's like, then I'll just kill all of them. Yes. Kill the whole, the yes. Whole I was like, I was like to, 
to be a fly on the wall in that room and see them faces, baby. I was like, God damn. Yeah. But eventually she does like release him. And then <laughs> Baron is like, fuck this. I'm leaving. Right. And then his whole fucking brood disappears. Helian well, is like. Before that, Nesta actually voices her opinion too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she does. Which I just want to make that quickly known because it's like she was sitting there the whole time giving like little snippets and snippets and shit. But this is where she finally is like, we're not finished here. We have shit to discuss. And in my notes, I was like, maybe she needs to become a high lady too. Because she held her own very well. I would not be opposed to that. So Killian acknowledges, he's like, damn, I wondered where that little bit of power went. He's like, I definitely felt that it was gone. And I was like, oh, shit. Because she done, she exposed that she has all of their abilities. Mm-hmm. So Helian didn't really seem that upset. But Baron was obviously upset oh, about Baron it. Oh, Baron was pissed. Um, and Helian kind of were on the same page about it. Tarquin finally was like, that's how you was able to get into my head. Uh, I do like her speech that she gave on page 445, where she looks everybody dead in the eye and she's like, I did not take your power. You gave it to me. Along with the gift of my immortal life, I am grateful for both, but they are mine now and I will do with them what I will. I was like, you go off, high lady. But she's right though. So really it's their fault because they didn't realize that they were giving her a little bit of their power. Exactly. And I think that's a really small sacrifice to pay for saving all of your asses, your welcome. Saving all of Perinthian under right. the Right, you're mountain. fucking welcome. You're welcome. So I was just like, if that's if that's literally the most, the, the worst thing that you're worried about right now, you need to get your priorities in check. So after, I believe this is... Uh, I believe this is when Baron leaves or he's about to leave or whatever. But mm. this was this was actually really interesting for me. Everybody had this shit to say about her becoming high lady, right? Like everybody was like, oh, you know, there's never been a high lady or or Tarquin saying, oh, Reese, you've always um, spat on tradition type of thing, right? Mm-hmm. But when they ask people to stand by them to fight Hybrin, the first two people to stand up is Vivian and Princess Cressida. Both women were like, we will fight with you. So it took these two women to stand up and be like, we will fight with you for the men to be like, yeah, yeah, we'll we'll fight with you. We'll yeah, because you. even though she's still high lady, they're like, oh, it's not tradition. It's never been done. I don't have to listen right. to you. And the women are like, yeah, fuck this. We've had enough. Right, exactly. Yeah. Vivian's like, I need to be high lady, so we're going to fight this war. Right! Vivian's like, listen, I held it down for you. Where is my high lady chip at, bro? Where's my crown? My fucking crown. Oh my god. We move into chapter 47, and they literally got nowhere with this meeting. So they all decide that they're going to stay the night at the dawn court. In their room, Feyre asks Reese if he truly believes that Tamlin planned to turn on Hybrin and wasn't wasn't like actually a bad guy. And Reese was like, I kind of do believe him. And I'm like, I don't know how to feel about that because it makes sense. But also, I don't know if I believe him. Like remember when we were saying, remember when we were saying, it doesn't make sense that you did all of this, that you made this deal just to get Farrah back and she doesn't even want to be with you, dog. So it does make sense in that aspect, but also like he has nothing to lose now. So why would he not work with them? Right. I really, honestly, I think Reese... I think Reese is um, blinded by the old friendship. I think so too. In this in this instance, 
And so I'm like sitting here, I'm like, I personally do not believe that Tamlin is is not working with Hyrin. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and that, no. Yeah, like everything yes. he says needs to be taken with a grain of salt. Also, why aren't you in his mind uh, right now? <laughs> like, there are so many things, especially with the loophole that I was telling you about. Why couldn't they have captured a Suriel and been like, hey, what do we need to do to get everybody to join us in this war? What do we need to do to beat Hybrin? Also, is Tamlin really against us or is he with us? The Suriel knows all. Why the fuck aren't you trapping up that bitch and getting these answers? Because then that would have made this book twice as small. Way shorter? (laughs) Twice as small. What is um, Nesta? So, Did the mating bond snap into place? Like all things will be revealed by the psychic Suriel. Facts. Um, so then once they have this discussion, Helion shows up. And it turns out Helion's like aloof behavior during the High Lord is a is a fucking um act. I was like, so is does everybody is everybody putting on an act? Is everybody putting on an act? It's like the only person that wasn't fronting there was Tarquin. Because he's the youngest one there, so he don't know how this shit really go. Right. So then um, it turns out Helion has been trying to get into bed with As, more and Cass all at the with same the time. With the trouble! All at the same time. What do you call that? Is it a, is it a, is it a quadsum? Is I it guess. a, is it a... <laughs> I guess. I was like... I really don't know. There's too many limbs. I, I can't. Hey, too many limbs and too many private parts. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, about to get kinky. We also learned some more about Helion's past. This was very much a, not a sad story, but I, I was intrigued. It was like yeah, gossip. It was that very I was intriguing. like so intriguing, uh, intrigued about. So basically, um, the Lady of the Autumn Court, and I don't know what her real name is. I don't know if they've ever mentioned her, her They never name. mentioned her real name, no. Right. So the Lady of the Autumn Court and um, Baron, that was an arranged marriage. However, it was th- th- basically she waited to accept that marriage because she was hoping that another high lord would propose marriage. And it just so happens that that high lord was Helian. Apparently, they had met during some type of festival, hit it off very well, and she fell in love with him, and I guess he fell in love with her. So then her family, being a very powerful high fae family in the autumn court, arranged her marriage with Baron. So then after that... um. Helion never came to her in regards to like proposing marriage. He never got to that point. And so she ended up accepting the marriage with Baron. Now, then they ended up in war, right? So then the war happened. And the story that was told during the High Lord meeting or prior to the High Lord meeting was that her sisters were butchered and say, and Baron claims that it was her sisters who saved her because they bought her enough time. Whereas Helian says, no, that's not what happened. What happened was her sisters did stay behind. They did get tortured. They did get butchered by Hyvrin. And it was Helian who showed up and saved her. When he showed up and saved her, this started an affair for years. And let me tell you, okay, they describe Helian as dark-skinned, um, beautiful, black hair, decked out in what you would just dis- i guess what you would um expect paul apollo to be wearing you know what i'm thinking idris elba oh yes i i definitely think that too yes idris elba yes 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 mm-hmm. yes yeah so basically he's supposed to be like this drop to gorgeous guy he does prefer men and women however he seems to be in love 
with the Lady of the Autumn Court. So they have this torrid affair. Pharaoh realizes something as this man is talking. She's looking at his face. She's looking at his nose. She's looking at his mouth, his eyes. And his she's smile. Like, and she's, she's like, like, wait a minute. Oh, shit. That's Lucian. That's she's Lucian's like, daddy. That's the, she's like, that's the same face. That's the same nose. That's the same voice. And then she notes, she's like, and Lucian's skin tone is darker than the rest of his brothers. And I like sat there and I was like, oh, shit. Literally, I wrote down in my notes on one page. I was like, it was on page 455. I was like, oh, shit. Is is this Lucian's daddy? And I turned to page 456. I was like, yep. <laughs> Confirmed. <Lucian's dead. laughs> Confirmed, bro. They also say that he's he's the only sole heir. And Helian doesn't know that Lucian is his son. So I was like, oh shit. So do you think that when Helian dies, he and Elaine are going to take over the day court? It could be a possibility. And this is why Lucian wasn't loved by his dad. And yeah. this is why he wasn't loved by his brothers or anything. Baron found out about the affair. And this is another reason why he abuses his wife so much. Favorite brings up a really good point. She's like, if you love this woman and this was your lover, why aren't you doing anything? But he also brings up a good point because he's like, she chose to stay. The, okay, when he says that, I was like, yes. Yeah, because like, you can like, only. Who says that like he didn't beg her to leave right. him? You know, you don't know. You don't know the whole history. Right. And like she or the affair must have ended before he found out she was pregnant because mm -hmm. he doesn't know about Lucian. And so my thing is, is like, the day this man finds out that he done sired a child. Ooh. But it also makes so much sense because Favor also knows she's like, uh, Lucian is the uh, lady of uh, the lady of the autumn court. Lucian is her favorite child. Yeah. And it's because it's because it's the only child with the man that she truly loves. Yes. I was like, ah. Oh. To go even further, Helium, his uh, power is, uh, what is it? The spell cleaver. Like he can break yeah. spells and boards and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Did you notice Lucian blames his ability to do the exact same thing on his golden eye when actually that's just his power? I didn't even think of that. Yo. I didn't even fucking think of that. Yo. What? He's like, oh yeah, my eye helps me. No, baby. No, You're a son no. of the day court. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, Lucian up in here being very fierce. I was like, this man is very powerful. He don't even know it yet. Mm -hmm. He's too busy being an emissary for other courts. Bruh, I cannot wait to read a story just about that shit right there. Him just figuring out his lineage. Yes. And him realizing like, oh shit, I'm actually the only heir to the day court. And like, I Daddy, I'm home. Facts. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait. Um, but the chapter ends with Nesta pulling Feyre away from the conversation. She's like, something is wrong. We need to leave. Oh, yeah. And Feyre's just like, no, no, it's fine. It's fine. She's like, I'm telling you something is wrong. We need to leave. And I'm like, bruh, she is like a supernatural detector thing thing for shit that goes wrong. So if she tells you something is wrong, you need to fucking believe her. Yeah, you need okay. to leave. In that aspect, when she said that and Pharaoh wasn't initially believing her, I was like, "What? what's going on here? I was like, y'all, you guys know that she has these, these special abilities. Amberin's been training her 
on these special abilities. You guys know that she's somehow connected to the cauldron. Why wouldn't you immediately be like, all right, guys, Nesta's saying some shit's going down. We got to go. I don't understand why they didn't listen to her. And then we find out in chapter 48, that bad thing was the wall was just destroyed. She literally, like, well, Hybron, what she felt was Hybron formulating that plan and probably getting to the wall. But in chapter 48, she actually has a physical reaction to them. Like a, a real physical reaction. Yes. This like, girl throws up. She throws things, up. Yeah. She's like clammy. She's sweating. And she has a physical reaction to when they actually break down the wall because she is connected with the cauldron. And they were like, oh my God, like we're too late. Like, yeah, y'all spent a whole day arguing over Thanks. trivial shit. Yeah. And your power's missing. Meanwhile, the wall has come down. Thanks a lot, yep. guys. You're absolutely yep. ridiculously unhelpful. Yeah, so then in chapter 49 is when everybody disperses. Everybody's like, all right, we all got to go to our respective courts. We got to go take the people out from wherever they're at. We got to get geared up to, like, start war. Like, mm -hmm. this is it. This this is not a game. This ain't, yes. this ain't a game no like, more. It, it's go time now. Facts. Um, so they're back at the townhouse. And Elaine actually suggests that the humans below the wall, well, sorry, there is no fucking wall anymore, that the humans <laughs> um, go to her ex-fiance's fae keeper outer compound. All right, hold up. Let's let's put a pin in this because Pharaoh points out, and I kind of agree with Pharaoh here, Pharaoh points out that Elaine waited until Lucian was out of sight, out of mind, gone, before she was like, all of a sudden super better and ready to talk and stuff and be like okay well we can just take out all of the um we can take all of the humans to to uh what's his name grayson yeah to, i think so to grayson's um manor there's there's some high walls and stuff and don't get me wrong like i like sat there and was like okay but like cassian's putting holes in this plant he's like yeah but high walls isn't gonna stop a hybrid soldier like what and she's like oh but there's there's tunnels you know through it they could they could get out right and, and ashwood trees and he's like that can only do but so much so we much. need to have a little bit of our army around there, there to protect them and he exactly and she says they have fey hunting dogs your your whole your plan your whole plan poking all types of holes in that shit and she's like Favorite is even like, Elaine, you are Faye now. The dogs will attack you. And she's like, well, no, if you glamour me and then you guys all stand around me, they'll think that they smell you and it won't be me. And I was just like, bro, just leave it alone. This just ain't working. Alone. This ain't working. I was like, y'all need to find a different type of thing. Leave that man alone. Give the ring back. That's it. But but regardless, but regardless of that, they're like, okay, we'll give it a shot. I'm like, this is going to end bad. This is exactly the type of plan that's going to get you fucked over like at the court of a mist or the, the end of a court of mist and fury. Like yep. you don't, you need to come up with something better. This half-assed fast shit is not going to do it. Um, And then also Farrah goes to visit Amryn and we get the name of the creature that lives at the bottom of the library, bro. How do you say it? How do you I say said it? Bra Braxis. That's, the, that's how I said it. Braxis. Braxis. Oh yeah. Yeah. One, yeah. yeah. High five. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, wait, also, mm -hmm. just to further, because I, I really like us putting putting little bits and, and stuff for Cassian and Nesta. Oh, so yes. he gets really serious and he gives her a knife and he's like basically showing her the areas of uh, that could be sensitive to kill a man. I was like, this man has it bad. I was like, this man fucking loves her. I was like, not the crash course. I was like, this man loves her. Of course. 
course he does. And Pharaoh's looking at her. She's like, don't say anything. You shut. I'm like, no. To be honest, if I was Pharaoh, I'd have been like, I told you. You should have just came. Exactly. To like, I don't, I don't care. Give me the death glare if you want to. Right, you should have exactly. came to training. You should have came to training. I bet you her ass will after this. Fact. <laughs> so then, yeah. So then Pharaoh ends up going to Amran and she pulls a high lady command. She basically mm-hmm. tells Amran, like, what lives under the library? I'm not asking. I'm demanding you tell me what lives under the library. Right. And then she's like, and how would we free Zed thing from the right. library? And I was like, oh, bitch. What? Like, what? Okay. We were trying to free all the monsters. Like, <laughs> girl. Anything to save Reese's life. Anything to save Reese's life. Yeah, because she's you. like, we are severely outnumbered. And I know that Reese will give himself. He will give all of himself. There will be nothing left. And I'm not going to have that happen. Exactly. So then after Amran does give her um basically how to get how to free the thing or and and its name uh Sarah's like you coming with me right and she's like no why now how the fuck did I get dragged into this <laughs> I feel so bad for Amran Amran's just trying to live her life read the damn book be with Baron and shit and everybody just keeps ruining it <laughs> so then we move on to chapter 50 Amran and Farah go make their way all the way down into the library and Feyre starts talking to Braxis. And then she's like, okay, well, what do I need to do? Like, what can I bargain with in order to get you out of here? And he tells her sunlight and moonlight and the stars. And she's, like, stuck because we all know Feyre, she can't do riddles. Yeah, so she's, she like, can't. fucking stuck. <laughs> oh, she got the riddle. <laughs> and Airman's like, you idiot. A window. A window. He wants a window. <laughs> Okay, yeah, we could do that. She's like, I can get a window in here for you, most definitely. And that was it. That's all it took. Exactly. <laughs> That's all it took. Now she has another tattoo on her little arm. Facts. <laughs> um, and then they get back to the townhouse. They're all preparing to leave because Reese was like, you have an hour before we need to ride. We ride at dawn. <laughs> Literally, that's what he said. And so um, I've also noted at this point, Asriel's shadows did not disappear when Elaine was right next to him. No? No. I missed that. Yeah, so they didn't disappear when he was right next to them. It's on page 479. Okay. And before they before they winnow out, everybody is looking at Valaris like this is the last time that they will ever see yeah. the city. And Farrah promises Greece that they will see it again. All of them. Yes, yes. And that's where we exactly. end the chapters for this episode. I oh want to hint again, prediction again, I'm hinting that they are putting way too much emphasis on everybody's going to make it. We're all going to be together. We're going to be a family. We'll never have to deal with this again. Somebody very important is going to die. And my, at this point, I, I did tell you, I saw some fan art on TikTok and I just immediately, I was like, fuck, and scrolled past it. I think I know who dies and I'm really upset. Wait, who do you think dies? I'm not going to tell you, obviously. Okay. But... It was literally like a picture of them holding that person in their arms. And I was like, fuck me. <laughs> I'd be really mad if it was somebody really important. It's going to be somebody really important. Oh, we already know that. And not just from the fan art that I saw, because I don't know if that's right or not. But just yeah. for the way that they've been, like, the way that Sarah has been leading us on, it's going to be mm-hmm. somebody important. I, I agree with you. I do believe something's going to happen with Reese because there's way too much emphasis yeah. going on that like we're, we got to stick together. We'll be a family. We'll come back to Valoris together type of thing. Besides that, I, I'm going to say I do think um, 
I do think that Miriam and Dracoon, or however you say it's his Dra- name. Dracoon. That's so weird. Um, I do think that they will show up at some point to help. Because there's a lot of emphasis of, like, they don't have the numbers. Yeah. Like, them, they don't have numbers. Um, I'm really, really hoping, fingers crossed, that Lucian finds the bird of fire and brings her <laughs> along, too. Yeah, the, the um, phantom flame queen. Facts. Whatever her name is. Uh, but, like, yeah, I'm just... I'm hoping that the war that happens isn't going to be as hard as i think it's gonna be like in regards to characters dying i really hope it's not gonna be they, they literally started us off with a prologue of the war that reese was know, in it's gonna be bad it's gonna be really fucking bad i'm trying to be very optimistic <laughs> i i don't know i don't know if we can be at this point we just gotta ride the wave and then cry it out oh. together i do know for sure when we do find out who dies bottle of wine bottle of wine for the episode we're bottle of wine for the episode we're gonna invite everybody to watch us as we do it live and we're just gonna drunkenly talk about (laughs) (laughs) um speaking of episodes for for the next episode we're gonna be reading chapters 51 through 62 and i feel like everything's gonna go downhill from here i'm not ready i know you're not ready i'm not ready either and it's like you can see, like, what point we are at in the book. <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah, this is going to be ready. really bad. I'm not ready. There's only, like, a fourth of it left, so. It's true, yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, <laughs> thanks again for listening in, reading along with us, and joining us. Please do not forget to follow us on social media at YA at Heart Podcast on Instagram and on TikTok. If you haven't known or if you haven't seen it yet on instagram we are doing a 1.5k giveaway yay thank you you guys for following us we so 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 appreciate your love and your support and it keeps us enthusiastic to do more episodes and do more of the stuff that we love yes so with that we want to say thank you guys for joining us hope you enjoyed yourselves and we love you and always stay wide at heart Bye. bye